The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What a world! Welcome on all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from UTB and from Riders, your humble host on the Ocho. Today is Thursday, the third day, September 22nd, 2022. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and while every episode of the Ocho is presented to you, of course, in partnership with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com, we have a new partner, the Ocho is presented to you by Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, the jerky that helps fuel your Dallas Cowboys. That's right. Righteous Felon Jerky and Biltong are available for Cowboys players at the Ford Center training facility. Each two-ounce bag of jerky has 16 to 20 grams of protein. Biltong has 32 grams of protein, and each meat stick has 8 grams of protein. If it's good enough for the Cowboys, it's got to be good enough for you too. Righteous Felon uses locally sourced all-natural black Angus beef and prides itself on superior quality, revolutionary branding, and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offering. Go to RighteousFelon.com and use code BTB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order through October 16th, the game obviously against the Philadelphia Eagles. After that, the discount will go down to 15%, and obviously at that point in time, the code is BTB15, so you can go BTB20 now up till, you know, through the October 16th game against Philadelphia Eagles, and then BTB15. My friends, our friends at Righteous Felon were kind enough to send me some jerky, and I can tell you what, it is incredible. It is amazing. And again, it is available for the Dallas Cowboys at the Ford Center training facility, so you can literally eat and snack the way that our Dallas Cowboys do. Our Dallas Cowboys, who are 1-1 one and one, thanks to a surprising win against the Cincinnati Bengals. Next up for the Cowboys, of course, a Monday night football affair against the New York suddenly good at football again Giants. And the whole thing I wanted to talk about today, we kind of touched on this on the NFC East mixtape, myself and Brandon Gunn from Bleeding Green Nation. The paradigm, I wouldn't say isn't is shifting, but the paradigm has the potential to shift. I'm going to write about this idea as well at blogontheboys.com, but a lot hangs in the balance, right? And and we know this. We I thought Mark Lane put this really well 
um, on the roundtable on Tuesday night. An NFL team can be different versions of itself throughout a given year, right? There's there's two and O teams who right now look incredible, and I think some of them are going to stay looking incredible. I think the Buffalo Bills, I think the Kansas City Chiefs, I think they're going to look incredible basically all season long. The Philadelphia Eagles look pretty good. I'm a believer myself in, in what they've they've put out there already. But you know, you never know. I know a lot of people are like, hey, I want to see them. You want to see see them prove to me, whatever. Right, it's fine. You know, we'll see. But similarly, I think there's some 0-2 teams that are probably going to bounce back. I think one of them, the Cowboys just beat. We just beat, right? Cincinnati Bengals. I think they'll probably be better than the company they are keeping with an 0-2 record, a winless record, if you will. Um, So, you know, NFL seasons can be strange. And if we look at two-week sample sizes, I looked at the next four weeks with BLG on uh, on the mixtape. Let's look at the next two weeks for the division because the next two weeks are important for the Dallas Cowboys. Monday night, they visit the New York Giants. It's going to be great. Cowboys wearing their Navy jersey, silver pants. going to be awesome. Cannot wait. Um, right after that, the Cowboys host the Washington Commanders. So you've got not just two games coming up, obviously, but you have two divisional games. You can really, really I, I was going to say make up ground, but it's not like you have a ton. I mean, you're one game back right now, the Philadelphia Eagles, right? If you're the Cowboys. And look, I'm somebody who believes the Cowboys have a lot of warts, but they can certainly play their way into legitimate contention. I think, you know, this injury that Dak Prescott's dealing with, this thumb injury, um, it, it doesn't feel. Um, obviously the injuries are different, but I, I've said this recently. It doesn't feel like the 2020 season. It doesn't, you know, cause he was lost for the year. It, you know, the, the season was completely over. Unfortunately, San Francisco 49ers fans are kind of going through that with regards to Trey Lance, the Jimmy G things. It's a whole different thing. What this season kind of feels like to me, as far as the implications go is the 2015 season for the Dallas Cowboys and Tony Romo and the collarbone injury and, and kind of waiting, biding time, hoping the Cowboys could do something while he was out. It feels more like that to me than, than, than it does 2020. 20 as an example and so that being the case do you remember what the situation was when the Dallas Cowboys lost Tony Romo in 2015 the first time because I do they were 2-0 and and they technically weren't 2-0 they were about to beat the Eagles and they went on to obviously Romo was injured in that game but they were 2-0 the 2015 Dallas Cowboys and they were awful they were terrible they didn't win a game without him until he returned uh, to visit the Miami Dolphins the Sunday before Thanksgiving that was their third win of the season but they were in the mix they, they were in the mix all to that point they were still hanging out still you know a team in contention in the NFC East why why was that the case why were the Cowboys still a part of the conversation with only two wins it's because a the NFC East was so bad that year welcome to the way the division has kind of been for you know the last almost a decade at this point in time there's just kind of always been one team that shines but they had those two wins against those divisional opponents don't get me wrong I want the Cowboys to to beat the Rams when they go to LA but if you told me I could only win two of the next three games I would not care about that Rams game these are the games that mean the most these are we're going to look back at this two-week stretch that the Cowboys are going to play and it's arguably going to be the most important two-week stretch that they will have all season long because if you look at it this is the Cowboys schedule from here obviously through the end of the regular season I'm just going to go very quickly at the Giants Commanders at the Rams at the Eagles Lions Bears by at Packers at Vikings the Giants the Colts the Giants on Thanksgiving by the way the Colts uh, the Texans at Jacksonville the Eagles at the Titans at the Washington Commanders after this I think the second most important two-week stretch you can make an argument it's it's anything that involves the Eagles maybe the Rams Eagles back-to-back immediately after these two weeks but you can make an argument for at Green Bay at Minnesota coming out of the bye but why is the why is this the most important two-week stretch yeah, my, my throat's caught. I was eating a lot of jerky. Uh, it's really good. Seriously. You get 20% off, by the way. Um, B2B20. 
This is the most important two-week stretch that the Dallas Cowboys are going to have all season long because they play back-to-back division rivals. They get, they get two division games back-to-back. If you look at the Philadelphia Eagles schedule, they do not at any point in time play back-to-back games against division rivals. The Eagles played the Lions and the Vikings, obviously, to start the season. The rest of their, their schedule at the Commanders, Jaguars, at Cardinals, Cowboys, by Steelers, at Texans, Commanders, at Colts, Packers, Titans, at Giants, at Bears, at Cowboys, Saints, Giants. At no point in time do the Eagles play two straight divisional games. Now, the Commanders are actually about to do it with the Cowboys. This week is actually a mega NFC East week, an NFC East palooza, NFC East apocalypse, as we called it on the mixtape, because on Monday night, the Cowboys visit the Giants, but the day before, the Eagles visit the Commanders. And so, obviously, with Dallas hosting Washington next Sunday, Washington is also playing back-to-back divisional games, but it doesn't happen to them at any other point throughout the rest of the regular season as far as consecutive weeks are concerned. There is an interesting stretch uh, for Washington from week 13 through 15. They visit the New York Giants in week 13. They're on bye in week 14, and then after the bye, they host the Giants in week 15. So literally two games in a row are the same team for the Commanders, but this is a, a big change from last year. If you'll recall, the Commanders' final five games of the season were all NFC East competitions. And if we just look at the Giants, at no point in time, or I'm sorry, they do have actually a very interesting stretch. They've got that little mix going on. The, uh, the Giants starting in Week 12 at the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day, Washington at home, Philadelphia at home, and at Washington. So there are those two pockets These are the two pivotal pockets that we're identifying here. These next two weeks that we're about to begin, and then that four-week stretch, because we're going to have these next two weeks with lots of NFC East action happening all around the place, and then a four-week stretch starting on Thanksgiving Day, where there is some sort of NFC East result changing the way the division looks on the surface and all throughout. So what's the point? Why did we just go through all these schedules, RJ? It's because... The Cowboys can really change things. I mean, they can really, really change the conversation here. They get back-to-back division games, and they get those back-to-back division games against the two weaker teams of their three division rivals, right? We all agree the Eagles are better than the Giants and the Commanders. And so I want to win them both, right? I want to be very clear. I want to win them both. But if the Cowboys split them, I think that's a huge victory. I think that's a massive victory. I think it is a tremendous victory if the Dallas Cowboys split these. Obviously, if they win them both, it's incredible. But if they can split these games, because I think right now we're we're all kind of um, maybe willing to buy that Dak Prescott is, is going to return at the very least by the Eagles game. I think we're all kind of, if I measured your confidence, I think you'd say you're probably at like a 90% confidence level that he'll be back for the, the, the Eagles game a few weeks from now. But I think we're all maybe like 50-50 that he'll be back for the Rams game. And again, if he can't make it back for the Rams game, if he's not 100%, don't push it. That game does not matter. If the Cowboys are going to win three of their next four games, they have to be the divisional games. They have to. They're that important. And so if you can win, this is it. This is it. Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore, Dan Quinn, obviously Dan's doing an amazing job. If you're going to buckle down, if you're going to be the hero, be the hero for the next two weeks. That's what this team needs. You have to. And if you do it, let's just look at these two weeks. We already talked about Dallas and Washington. Philadelphia obviously visiting the Commanders on Sunday. They get the Jaguars. I know that everybody wants to find a flaw in the Eagles, but that's a win. That's a win for the Eagles right there. So we're talking about at the end of week four. The Eagles are at the very least going to have three wins. The New York Giants, hopefully the Cowboys beat them, right? But they're 2-0 right now. That drops them to 2-1. And then next week, next Sunday, the New York Giants host the Chicago Bears and our old friend Matt Eberflus. And I love Coach Flus, but that's a win. So we're talking about here, at the end of week four, the Giants and Eagles are faux show. 
going to be three and one. And obviously the Cowboys can impact the Giants record to a degree. The Commanders were hoping are two and two, right? Because we hope they beat the Eagles and we hope the Cowboys beat them. But I, I think we're looking it's very, very possible that three of these four teams have three wins at the end of the first quarter of the season. I know there's seventeen games now, so there's not you can't break it down into quarters as easily, but this is an important stretch. If you can pick up two division wins, and I, I know, I know, I'm like stating the obvious. Oh, if you can win all the games without Dak Prescott, that'd be awesome. But I mean, this isn't about like flip flopping. This isn't about jumping back or anything like that. I, you know, I, I had a very busy day on Wednesday, but I was able to do a lot of reading and I read all the, of the great Bob Sturm's work that he's done this week, recapping the win over the Bengals. And I, I loved what Sturm said about how. He sort of effectively, I don't want to speak for him, uh, friend of the show, Bob Stern, but sort of effectively apologized for Cooper Rush takes, right? Like, and a lot of us have criticized the Cowboys for how they've handled the QB2 situation, how they haven't brought in anybody more legitimate than Cooper Rush. They've just kind of rested on their laurels. All of that made sense. We were very, very scarred by the way the Cowboys have handled this position in the past. And, and not just how they've handled the position from the perspective of who has been their backup quarterback, but the way they've played with him. I mean, you know, Bob Sturm wrote about the Brandon Whedon game against the Atlanta Falcons in 2015 when, when Julio Jones went off on Mo Claiborne. And it, it, was, it was frustrating because they, they trapped their offense when a backup quarterback played. Now, I'm not saying Kellen Moore was, you know, foot on the gas on Sunday against Cincinnati, but they let Cooper Rush try to win and he did good for Cooper I don't know that he could play at that level from a sustained perspective every single week in the NFL but that is improvement that is that is the the team not turtling up in the overall which is what we have seen in the past when there's been a backup quarterback so we've kind of been conditioned to believe that they're just going to turtle up and that's why they can't win any of these games because that was the way they were for a decade and so it is clear and obvious that they are not waving the white flag just because Cooper Rush is the starting quarterback which is a you know deviation from the norm for this franchise and that is awesome good for them kudos props cowboys we're super proud of you you got two beatable teams in front of you and if you can do this if you can somehow some way scrap these out and and split them again i'm not saying you have to win the but if you can split these games and obviously the more you win the sooner you win the more house money you have to play with the more room for error the more time you buy all the obvious things if you can go beat the new york giants with cooper rush dude i mean this, it's possible. Then, then then, this becomes possible. All of this becomes all the more doable, right? Because if, if we sat here and we, we looked at the schedule, um, you know, through the bye when the Dak Prescott news came out, right? Our postgame show following uh, the Buccaneers' loss in the season opener, we said there's just no way they win more than two of these games. But if, we, if we're sitting here Monday night, Tuesday morning, by the way, we'll be live on our postgame show on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. Uh, we'll, of course, podcast that for you here. The postgame show that we do here at Blog and the Boys also presented to you um, in sponsor or in partnership, excuse me, with Righteous Fallon Craft Jerky. Again, BTB20 gets you 20% off your order. Um, it's incredible food. But if they're 2 and one let's, let's think about them. If they're 2 and one if they do what RJ says, if they split them and Dak Prescott comes back, if they split them and, then, and say they split those games, with, with the Rams and Eagles. And I'll even be negative here for a second and say they win in L.A. and lose in Philly. But if, they, if, they, if that's the case, then they're 3-3 three and three after the Eagles game with a 1-2 and two record in division, and they've got the Lions and Bears coming up. I know people are all in on the Lions. I'm not buying it myself. All right? Say they win those two games. All of a sudden, you're 5-3. and three. And I think that's really conservative. I think that's really, really conservative. You get the bye. You take a breath. You go to Green Bay. Who knows? You go to Minnesota. I think they split those games, too. They're 6-4. and four. They get the Giants on Thanksgiving. 
that's probably a win, although we haven't seen them perform well on Thanksgiving in a long time. But if it is, you're 7-4, and four, and that's when the party starts. That's when we feel good. That's when, when we've got all the tryptophan flowing and you know coursing through our veins. It, I think it goes through your veins. I really don't know. Um, but if they are 7-4 and four after Thanksgiving Day, their next three games are the fraud Indianapolis Colts, the lowly Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars who benefited by playing the fraud Indianapolis Colts. And then, you know, you got Philly in week 16. That's tough. But then week 17, you're at Tennessee. And you're at, you're at a Tennessee team that looks broken, that might not even be playing Ryan Tannehill by that point in time. I mean, and then you finish up in Washington. I mean, the formula is there. The path is there, rather. Not the formula. The path is there to being a legitimately competent, functional, wild card at worst team this season. But it is, it, you know, you listened, right? You just listened to everything I said. You're like, that's possible, RJ. Well, yeah, I like this, RJ. You're being positive. All right, let's do it. But we did that. We went through that, rather, with the Cowboys splitting their next two games, right? You got to get one. You are you are you stole one. Respect. All the respect in the world for, for taking advantage of the Cincinnati Bengals. You did it. You got to do it again. You have to do it again. I do this all the time. I'm actually going to tweet this right after um, I get done recording this. I'm going to read you the remaining schedule for the Dallas Cowboys by opposing quarterback. Just very quickly. Because I think that that really affects how we look at this thing. And then we'll do the Eagles just for fun. But Because so, the Cowboys, you could argue that they've, they've just played the two two of their three most difficult quarterbacks on their schedule, right, and Tom Brady and Joe Burrow. I know that Brady looks bad and Burrow hasn't gotten it done, but we both obviously trust who they are. But this is their remaining schedule by quarterback. We'll go quickly, and I won't do Roto right. But So Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, who looks kind of good, but still, Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, and all these players are significantly worse when under duress, um, thanks to Micah Parsons, obviously. But Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, Matthew Stafford, who's definitely looking eh this season, Jalen Hurts, Jared Goff, Justin Fields, Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, you got one and a half there, I'll, I'll say, through Aaron Rodgers and, and Jalen Hurts that look legitimate. Kirk Cousins, I'll bump that up to two from one and a half. Um, Daniel Jones, Matt Ryan, Davis Mills, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, Malik Willis maybe, Carson Wentz. I mean, we're talking about maybe there's like, again, if you if you like factor in halves, maybe there's like four quarterbacks total and, and you're using some halves that you're afraid of if you're a Cowboys fan, right? That's... It's kind of good odds, and you have the best possible weapon in the world to neutralize a quarterback in Micah Parsons individually and then in an elite defense in the overall. Uh, I said we do Philly. So they've gotten through Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins. I believe in Kirk Cousins. All right, that take doesn't look great, but I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to die on this hill. Let's move on. Uh, so they got Carson Wentz on Sunday, Trevor Lawrence, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. So we can kind of get to two right there, right? Like we talked about Dallas and four, but there's two right there. Then the bye. Mitchell Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, I don't know. But um, Davis Mills, Carson Wentz again, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers. There's three. Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, I don't know. Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, Dak Prescott. There's four. The New Orleans Saints, Jameis Winston, I don't know, maybe a half. I kinda, you know. Daniel Jones, like, so you can kind of get to four and a half. Like, you, you think about it, you know, Dallas is one game back if you're trying to be literal here. And technically speaking... The Eagles are facing more formidable quarterbacks the rest of the road. But, you know, some of the matchups for the Cowboys and Eagles come down to each other, right? It could ultimately come down to those games, which is why Dak Prescott playing in the first one is so important. Um, that's my take. That's my spiel. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ocho. I enjoyed hanging out with you. I hope you enjoy your day. I hope you have the best day of all time. I hope everything's wonderful for you. Um, 
yeah, it's a Monday night game, so I hope you enjoy Sunday Red Zone. I hope your fantasy teams do well, the daily fantasy, pools, Survivor, whatever. Oh, Survivor's back. Survivor, oh, it was back last night for us. It's back tonight for me in real time. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's um, let's keep the good times rolling. Let's, let's tr- yeah, I'm trying – look, th- there are still some things that are true, right? Like a win doesn't erase reality. It, it erases the, the bad vibes, but it doesn't erase reality. But that's an important thing, nonetheless. So good job, Cowboys. Let's focus. Let's not drink too much of the Kool-Aid. Let's do it right. Let's get it done. Let's celebrate next week after we do the bare minimum. If the Cowboys split these divisional games and a win on Monday night secures a split, this is possible. We can we can we can make lemonade out of this. We can we can figure it out. We're in the chopped kitchen and it's like, I can make this meal. I can do this. We can do this. We can figure it out. And that's the challenge. That's the goal. That's the plight. That's the problem the Cowboys are facing. Get the dub Monday night. You got one of the most turnover prone quarterbacks in the NFL on the other side of Micah Parsons. That is a recipe that works in your favor, Dan Quinn. Let's see you get in that chopped kitchen and mix it all up. We're rooting for you. Um, that about does it. So hope you have the greatest day of all time. Greatest Thursday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.